The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, June 19th edition. We got a loaded 15-game slate on tap. It's a weird one because there's a little bit of good pitching at the top and the rest of it's a lot of, huh. But uh, we got Coors Field in play. We got some good hitting environments in play. It's going to be an interesting one to say the least. Let's go over your totals real quick. Orioles, Nationals, waiting on that one as Jeffrey Rodriguez is getting the spot start for the Nationals. Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, total of eight. Mariners, Yankees, nine. Cardinals, Phillies, eight and a half. Braves, Blue Jays, nine. White Sox, Indians, nine. Tigers, Reds, nine. Waiting on the total in the Dodgers. Cubs got postponed last night because they couldn't get the lights to work properly after the rain delay. And there's rain there again today. Red Sox, Twins, seven and a half. Rays, Astros, seven. Rangers, Royals, nine. Mets, Rockies, 11 and a half. D-backs, Angels. Waiting on that one is Felix Pena making a spot start for the Angels. A's, Padres, 8. Marlins, uh, Giants, 7.5. So, yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 totals of 9 or above, 7 of 8.5 or above, waiting on 3 other games. So, definitely some hitting environments to pick on and some pitching as well. Starting off with your pitching, your high-priced option on the night is Justin Verlander, $13,300. Guy's been damn good. Damn, damn good. Last 10 games, averaging 28.3 points. Per game on the season, averaging 28.1 per game. He has not faced the Devil Rays this season. Yes, the Devil Rays. I will say that over and over again. But we know we get with uh, with with Verlander is a phenomenal floor with big time upside on a slate like this. If you're going to the top, you go to a guy like Verlander. Uh, the Rays do strike out quite a bit, as we know, almost uh, a little over 22 percent of the time. Verlander almost 28 uh, percent strikeout rate. We do know he give up the home run from time to time. So the same thing about Cole. Cole was fine after the two-run homer. Then he got sloppy because he kept walking everybody. Verlander, knock on wood, usually doesn't walk guys. So that's a positive in that direction. The Rays have a 2.2 total. That is ridiculous. 2.2 is just insane. Um, everything is is lining up for a guy like Justin Verlander. So if you're paying up, you can definitely go that direction. Many will look at Chris Sale at 12-7. I'm still not 100% sold on Sale in certain matchups. I respect Minnesota. We saw what they just did to a team like uh, the Indians and their big-time pitchers. 
and they have a track record against a guy like Sale. So if you want to go Sale at 12-7, go for it. I'd rather pay up to Justin Verlander or you pay down to a guy like Mikey Clevenger at $10,800. He's at home against those Chicago White Sox. White Sox team he's faced twice this year in his two starts, 13 and two-thirds, two earned, 18 strikeouts, averaging 31.8 DraftKings points per start. He faced him his last time out. We were all over him. Seven innings, five hits, one earned, 11 Ks. He has seven Ks in the other start against him at six and two-thirds. So he's got a 36.2 and a 27.4 against the Chicago White Sox. Now, is that going to happen again? You never know. Baseball's crazy. But at the same time, yeah, he is a phenomenal play at that price point. A White Sox team that strikes out 25% of the time. Uh, they have a team total of 3.7, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 321, righty's 281. So Clevenger at 10-8 makes for a phenomenal play up top, especially if you don't want to be in line with the Verlanders or the Sales. So up top, I got Verlander 1, Clevenger 2, but I have zero problem with Clevenger being your number 1 if you're going all the way to the top. Uh, you can go down an interesting one I'm not like fully on board with, but things change throughout the day in the Slack chat. We talk about things, and people bring up good points, and this is your first look at, at, at the slate. But Jose Barrios... At 9,300 could be an interesting GPP play against Boston. I'm not on, I'm not there yet, but I was looking at it a lot last night, and I, I really wanted to pull the trigger. I just have not done it yet. So keep an eye on that one. But at $8,900, you have a guy like Mike Soroka, who uh, you know came back from injury his, his last time out, threw 74 pitches, six and a third, one hit, no earned, four strikeouts for 25.1 points. Prior to that, he was a, a machine. He had a bunch of 20-point upside performances. You'd imagine you get stretched out to 85 or 90 pitches at least, if not just let him go. He's going to be facing a Blue Jays team. It's a righty-heavy lineup. They strike out 24% of the time versus righty. Soroka, you know, 21.5% strikeout rate, 11% swinging strike, 45% ground ball, hard contact of only 28%. He's been phenomenal. He's one of their top prospects for a reason. The Blue Jays team total is 4.5, which surprises me it's that high, to be honest. Uh, lefty's 314, righty's 361, so maybe the reverse splits is something to be concerned about. But still, as a whole, with a guy like Mike Soroka at 8900 bucks, I like the upside at that price tag. On a slate like this, he brings a lot to the table uh, against a Toronto team that will strike out a ton. He's got great strikeout stuff, so I like me some Soroka at 8900 If you want to go a little GPP, at 8,600, our boy Vinny Velasquez is on the mound. He's faced St. Louis once this year, six and a third, five hits, nowhere in 5K for 24 DraftKings points. You know, he came off a 25-pointer his last time out. The one before that, he got beat up by Milwaukee. Before that, he was outstanding at San Francisco, at the Dodgers, so on and so forth. We know what we're going to get with Vinny Velasquez. He has the chance to get destroyed like against he did against Milwaukee. Blow up potential through the roof. But he's also got electric stuff. And when he's on, he's very, very good. St. Louis strikes out 22.5% of the time. VV's got a 25% strikeout rate. He gives up a lot of hard contact. That is something to be slightly concerned about. But when he's locating, when he's pounding the zone, he is dangerous. He's very, very good. Cardinals have a total of 4.1. Lefty's 305. Righty's only 277 versus Vinny Velasquez. And it's a righty-heavy Cardinals lineup. Very heavy. you got Matty Carpenter. Maybe it's Colton Wong. Uh, other than that, very, very heavy right-handed lineup. Uh, they have an average 308 Woba and a, a below-average 144 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So Vince Velasquez at 8,600 bucks. If you don't want to go to Soroka at 89, or you just want to play a GPP angle, we saw Nick Pavetta strike out a career high, I believe 12 last night. He was absolutely filthy. I'm surprised uh, Kapler let him go as long as he did. But then again, I should be surprised what Kapler does because Kapler's just a every night. I wonder why he's a manager. The way he controlled the bullpen last night, and he got lucky that they got walked off for him. That Ozuna dove for a ball because 
they should have lost that game and it was all on Kapler. That was just horrible managing through and through. But we've seen that many times this year through Gabe Kapler. But we're not here for that. We're here for Vinny Velasquez at 8600 bucks. So definitely take a look at him. Another guy to look at here is, uh, you'll hear his name a lot, and he's interesting. you got Freddy Peralta of the Milwaukee Brewers making his return to the big $7,800. Um, you remember he had that lights-out start in Colorado where he, he went into Coors, and everybody thought there's no chance. He went five and two-thirds, no earned, struck out 13. He was absolutely filthy, 41 DraftKings points. Then he got beat around by Minnesota, four innings, four earned, five Ks. The strikeouts have been there. You just got to realize when he throws as many fastballs as he does, he's going to get in trouble. He returned to the minors, and he's made two, four, five starts. He went five, four, six, and a third, six, three innings. So five or more in three of the four. He only gave up four earned run totals in all of those starts combined, and he was striking out the farm as usual, eight, five, nine, 11, five. So five or more in each one of those starts. And he got up to around 90 to 95 pitches in all of them except his last one against Vegas. So there's a lot to look at here. You just got to make the decisions because Pittsburgh, we know, not a team that strikes out a lot. Uh, 19% K rate. Freddie Peralta's got that electric stuff. Electric. Swinging strike rate of 15.6%. Uh, small sample, obviously, but just electric stuff there. Uh, they have a team total of 4.2. Lefties are 344, righties 23 in an extremely small sample. They have a handful of good lefties in that lineup. He throws a ton of fastballs. Which Freddie Peralta shows up? Because if, if the, the good one shows up, the one that we saw in Colorado, the one that went back to the minors and was filthy, absolutely filthy, probably working on another pitch and everything, he could dominate this lineup. We saw Chassin just carve it up last night. So it's an interesting GPP angle at 7800 bucks. I did not want to mention him because there is some tremendous upside with him in this matchup. After Freddie Peralta, you got a popular play tonight at 7300 bucks. He's going to be very, very chalky. I have a weird feeling. But Domingo Herman at $7,300 for the New York Yankees. Uh, it's basically 17 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four starts. 22 or more in his last two against Tampa and at the Mets, so not world beaters. He's going to be at home against a Seattle Mariners team that uh, strikes out 20.5% um, of the time. Herman a 28% strikeout rate. Swinging strike rate of almost 15%. He does get into walk problems as a youngster, which you'd expect. And he gives up a lot of hard contact, about 35% hard contact rate. But all in all, Seattle has a team total of four, which is like seventh lowest on the slate. Lefty's only had 264 versus Herman. Righty's 342, so reverse splits. Um, he's pitching at home, 7300 bucks with tremendous upside. The, the Mariners lineup can be scary, and there's no sugarcoat in that. At the same time, this kid's been pretty darn dominant, and at 7300 bucks makes for a very good play at this price point. This is kind of like the Nick Pavetta mispriced last night. Domingo Herman is missed right. He should be at least 78 like Freddie Peralta. Those two should almost be switched. Or he should be 8,000 like Luke Weaver, who's really bad at baseball right now. Those Domingo got kind of mixed up in the price tags here. So in your sevens and eights, you got uh, Vinny Velasquez one, Domingo Herman two, Soroka three, Freddie Peralta four. And I do like Soroka a lot. You just have the question marks about reverse splits, uh, pitch counts, but I do like him a ton if you want to go there. But yeah, Vinny, Herman, Soroka, and Peralta for me. Let's get to the 6Ks and below and really see what uh, filth we get to navigate through. At 7K, if the game goes, because the rain out last night, they might change the pitching. That's up for grabs, too. But um, I, I, there's chances of rain in Chicago between the Dodgers and the Cubs. There's chances in Cincinnati between Detroit and Cincy. Uh, Kansas City wins blown out and hot again. And then New York and Colorado, chances of rain there. But this Chicago game, 
Mike Montgomery at 7K is interesting. I do respect the Dodgers, and I do like some of their bats against the lefty. But at 7K, I give Montgomery a look because this guy's got upside to definitely go over the 7K boundary. Since he's joined the rotation, five and two-thirds or more, six, uh, three straight starts to six or more, one or less in all of those starts. He has four or more Ks in three of four of those starts. In the three or four starts, he has four or more Ks. He has 17.7 or more DraftKings points. So he's been very, very good, very, very efficient in what he does. It's a Dodgers team, like I said. They do have some bats that could hit lefties. There's no hiding that. They strike out over 22% of the time versus lefties. Um, he's got an insane 59% ground ball rate. That is bananas. Um, and when it comes to do facing Montgomery, lefties 287, righties only 296. So at 7K, he brings a very intriguing play to the table, weather permitting. So keep an eye on that one. You drop down a little farther, 6700 bucks. Our boy Andrew Suarez got it done for us last night. We go back to the well with Derek Rodriguez. He faces Miami Marlins team last week, 6-2, and thirds, 7 hits, 2 earned, only 4 Ks. For 15 points, he's been boomer bust 15 minus 6, 23.3. So that's what you got to look at with Derek since he's entered the rotation. Uh, four or more Ks in each of his outings except one. So he's been very, very good. He's facing a Marlins team, like we said, and he's got before. They are a team that um, strikes out almost 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. He gives up some hard contact. Good ballpark to do that in. Miami Marlins. Team totals 3.2. Second lowest on the slate. The only one lower is the Tampa Bay Rays at 2.2. The Twins are at 3.3. So the second lowest total on the slate is the Marlins, facing a $6,700 pitcher. They have a Wobo of 287 and ISO of 122, both well below average first right-handed pitching. So Derek Rodriguez at 6700 bucks, definitely in play. He's young. He can get wild. He can get goofy, and this could be worthless, but at 6700 I'll take every chance at that. Now, on a mega slate like this, where you have Coors and other bats you want to target, we can look at some weird options here. Paul Blackburn of the Oakland Athletics. He's made two starts. First one, at home against Kansas City, six innings, three earned, one or three hits, one earned, three Ks for 19.7. Second start against the Houston Astros team, which is very, very good, of course. An inning and a third, eight earned, two walks, no Ks for minus 19. Pick your poison. The good thing is the person trying to you want to eat the poison, is the San Diego Padres. And that's always a good one to target. They strike out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Blackburn does have a good ground ball rate, not a big strikeout rate as expected. He, they have a team total of four, uh, which is two, four, six, eighth lowest on the slate against a $5,300 pitcher. Lefties, 307, righties, 333. They have a 289 Woba and a 128 ISO, just like the Marlins. Very, very bad against right-handed pitching. They could, you know... It's Blackburn. He could be really bad, could be really good. But at 5300 bucks, there are going to be many players on the slate that are more expensive than Paul Blackburn, uh, offensive players. So go take a look at this at 5300 bucks. It is a gamble, massive gamble, but great pitcher's ballpark in San Diego against a mediocre lineup. At 5300 bucks, the return can be very – you just want 10 or more points, and you're happy as a clam. So go check him out at 5300 bucks. That's an interesting boomer bust type play. And then if you want to get really, really weird, I'd rather take the chance on Blackburn probably, but this is another one. You got Sal Romano of the Cincinnati Reds at home, 4800 bucks versus the Detroit Tigers. He's averaging almost 12 points a game at home compared to 5.5 on the road. Coming off a 17-point performance, he's got basically nine or more points in three straight starts. He's 4800 bucks. He'd almost be okay with nine. He's basically an outfielder where you know you get those double digits and you walk away happy as can be. 
Um, that's why I'm, I'm mentioning these. They had that kind of interesting uh, matchup against Detroit. K rate of 21.5%. He gets a good ground ball rate. A lot of interesting things to look at there. They have a team total of 4.3. It's on the bottom half of the slate. Lefties do hit 387, righties 351. But just like the Marlins, just like the Padres, Tigers are both below average in Woba and ISO of 299 and 144. Just below average, not like crazy like those other two. But they are below average. Now, it is in Great American Small Park. That is always scary. There are chances of rain. But we're talking 4800 bucks. That's like probably your, I'm just guessing, like 14th best outfielder priced. You got to think about things a little bit differently. When you're thinking pitchers, you're thinking, oh, I'm going Justin Verlander. I'm getting 30 points. Well, you're also paying 8000 more than Paul Blackburn, 8500 more than Sal Romano. That's two outstanding bats that you have in your lineup now. Two. And you're hoping that between Romano and those two bats, you get more than 30 points. Now, am I saying this is the way to go? It might be. It's just these are the options you have. And I want to bring them up just because, you know, if they don't get shelled, it just elevates you so far ahead of the pack. So down below here, I got Derek Rodriguez 1, Montgomery 2, Blackburn 3, Romano 4. Blackburn and Romano are only if you have a bunch of Tums or antacid, some type of antacid by you because it's going to be a tough one. You're going to have to really gut it out. But I'm telling you, if these, when stuff like this hits, good things happen. Really, really good things happen. So keep an eye on all that. Um, there'll be one other name I want to look at more, and it's Jeffrey Rodriguez making a spot start for the Nationals. I was looking through his game logs for the uh, in the minors. He's been really mixing match. He made a little spot appearance earlier this year against the Braves, four and two-thirds, four hits, nowhere and three Ks. But the rest has been all in double-A. It's been, you know, for the most part, really good. But his, he's going about mm, roughly 90 pitches a game, 95 pitches a game, uh, striking out about an, a guy per inning. Could be interesting versus the Orioles. Could be very interesting versus the Orioles. So someone else to keep an eye on there is Jeffrey Rodriguez. But we'll, 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 we'll cap it off right there. So your pitching recap up top, you got Berlander, Clevenger. In the middle, Velasquez, Domingo, Herman, Mike Soroka, and Freddie Peralta. Down below, Derek Rodriguez, Mike Montgomery, Paul Blackburn, and Sal Romano. Now, as I just read all those off to you, do you understand why I said this is a loaded slash what happened slate? <laughs> like, it's loaded, but with 30 pitching options, those are the best ones to look at. Yes. Now, let's look at those bats, but before we do so, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafting just the way you like it, just the way you do it at home with your season-long teams. You draft, you're under five minutes, you're in, you're out, you're done. If, if, a, if a game gets canceled while there's still players available, the Cubs kind of screwed that one up last night. Um, if a guy's not a lineup, they alert you, and you're allowed to change guys out for whoever's left in the player pool. It's tons and tons of fun. They got baseball. They got golf. The Travelers is coming up this weekend. I went two for two in my U.S. Open darts last week. It was beautiful. Um, you have best balls for NFL, rock and roll. Those are awesome. Use promo code SD Sports when you check out, when you make your first deposit. And you'll get entry into a free $3 tournament of your choice. Any sport. Knock yourself out. You want an NFL best ball $3 tournament? Boom. Use promo code SD Sports. You want to play some baseball, some golf. You want to save it for basketball or hockey, whatever you want to do. Promo code SD Sports when you check out entry into a free $3 tournament. But uh, good luck with that. It's a ton, a ton of fun. If you have any questions, hit me up. I will tell you all about it. It's a great way to play fantasy sports. 
Now let's get to the bats on this 15-game slate where we have tons and tons of options. Evan Gannis versus the lefty is always interesting. Always in play. I'm not running to target Blake Snell, but it could be a very uh, interesting choice uh, in, in your matchups. Houston has a 4-8 total. Lefty's 267, righty's 304 versus Snell. We saw what uh, happened with Snell against the Yankees. He wasn't horrible, but he wasn't great, so I'm not really running to stack Houston, but you never know. But you do go down to some like uh, Gary Sanchez, a 4K versus Marco Gonzalez. <coughs> Excuse me. Could this be the game that Gary Sanchez gets things going? Quite possibly. If Chris Iannetta is in the lineup for the Colorado Rockies at 3800 bucks versus the lefty Jason Vargas, that is an outstanding play, as we love to target um, Jason Vargas early and often, and we will. If not, Tom Murphy for the Rockies at 37 is also a phenomenal-looking play. Jan Gomes, 3600 bucks versus Carlos Rodon. Rodon making, I believe, his third start from it since his return. Indians have a 5.3 total, third highest on the slate. Lefty so far this year, 431. Righty's 368 off Carlos Rodon. Young Gomes is on fire right now. Absolute fire. He's probably one of my top options on this slate. If you're not going to the top, I love Young Gomes at 3600 bucks. I think he's a phenomenal look in this spot. Uh, you can look at the Braves catchers. Flowers at 35 or Suzuki at 34 against... Uh, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on Garcia? Um, Jaime Garcia, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Why am I an idiot? Lefty's 346, righty's 365. So uh, you can take a look at either one of them. Uh, John Hicks against Sal Romano at 35 is definitely in play. He's first base catcher eligible. Use him at catcher at 3,500 if you're going to use him at all. When you slide down to a little, uh, the bottom threes, you know, Tucker Barnhart's always worth a look at 3,200. Catchers gets really murky below three when I was looking at it last night. Like really, really murky. Uh, Yadi Molina at 31 versus Velasquez, not running to play that, but he's in play for you if you need to. Um, I think maybe a Robbie Chirinos at 3K versus Jason Hamill. Uh, Jonathan Lucre at 3, 3K versus uh, Lauer, the lefty. I can get behind that for sure. But other than that, like it's really, really interesting. Maybe Kirk Casale gets to start for Cincinnati against Matt Boyd at 2,900. This is one where you're going to want to check lineups because there's a lot of names down here where you could kind of be like, okay, I can punt with this guy. Maybe Manny Pena versus Tyon at 28. There's guys you can look at, but see what see what pops up in the lineups. Maybe you just pay up here and make things different elsewhere. First base goalie is on an absolute tear. Going deep again yesterday. He's fifty seven hundred bucks versus the lefty Pena. Pena making a spot start for the Angels. You can you can target him for sure. Uh, goalie at fifty seven is a great play. Uh, it's a tough. You know, he proved he can go deep in it yesterday, so who cares? But fifty seven hundred bucks is in play. Freddie Freeman is in play every day, regardless lefty or righty. He's fifty six. But you slide down to guys like Edwin Encarnacion against Rodon at 48. He's worth a look. Joey Votto in Great American Small Park is interesting. Um, you go down to the guy like Ian Desmond at 45 versus Vargas. As much as I hate Desmond, he has been playing a little better of late. And he's in a great matchup against Jason Vargas in Coors Field. So you can't ignore that. Brandon Belt, in, uh, it's, it's in AT&T, which sucks. But Dan Straley can get beat up. And Belt's been hitting it really, really well. So 4300 bucks for Belt. I do like in that matchup. Eric Hosmer at 42 versus Blackburn is not bad either. Those are two guys to look at way overlooked because A, the ballpark they're in, and B, late West Coast game, not as flashy of the ball game, stuff like that. They'll get way overlooked. So Belt and Hosmer can be interesting GPP pivots for you. You go down farther, Yuli Gurriel, I always take a look at a 39. He got it done again last night, just over and over and over again. You got Joey Gallo, again, in a great spot against a flyball pitcher like Jason Hamill. He went 0 for last night. That's what Votto does. We say it over and over again. He's GPP only. He's literally, he's going to go 0 for or he's going to go deep. This is what you're getting with Joey Gallo. So as long as you know that going into it, and it was frustrating last night, but it is what it is, 
Uh, he's a great play at 3,900 in this matchup. Wind blowing out again. It's going to be warm. Uh, against a guy like Hamill, like I said, gives a lot of fly balls. So uh, 39 for Joey Gallo is in play yet again. Uh, farther down, you look, I do like a guy like Carlos Santana. 39 for Philadelphia. Philadelphia, I really do like tonight. Uh, their team total is 4.4. Lefties, 370. Righties, 303 versus Luke Weaver. Weaver's, he's not very good right now. He's basically working with two pitches. He can't really get that third one to work. So uh, Carlos Santana at 39 can be a very nice play for you. Uh, Justin Bohr at $3,800. If you're not using Rodriguez for the Giants, Bohr is in play at 38 Don't hate that either. Um, farther down you look, you'll find a few like a Justin Smoke who's been struggling. He's 35 versus Soroka. Could be a GPP type play for you. Like a Josh Bell at 35 versus Peralta. Could be interesting. You know, straight fastball, homie. If, if Peralta's off, the Pirates will pop off. So Josh Bell at 35 could be a very interesting play in that one. Could The Pirates in general, like yesterday, they were a bust. Still in a great matchup, GPP style. They'll be that way again tonight. There'll be a GPP angle if you so choose to go that direction. Uh, farther down we look, it just gets bleak. So check your lineups and see what else pops up. Is There will always be a few that sneak in. Second base, Altuve at 51 versus lefty. Not your average lefty, though. I still like him. Altuve's really heated up in the last few weeks, like almost a month. He's averaged 9 a game. He had 20 yesterday. He's, he's definitely on fire. Right? His average is back up to 342 when people were getting curious. So he is in play, which is tough for Snell. I'd rather go like 49 for LeMahieu for Spargus if I had to. Or you got Ozzie Albies, who loves his lefties. He's 47. Um, those are some of the options I'd look at there. Or you go down to Azdrubal Cabrera's only 42 versus Herman Marquez and Coors. I love that play a lot. Uh, Mets 5.3 total. Lefties 319, righties 303, and you're in Coors Field. So uh, Azdrubal Cabrera at 42 is outstanding. I like that quite a bit. You slide down a bit, um, maybe an Ian Kinsler at 4K versus Matt Cook. Cook, uh, he's, he's smoking mirrors when he gets it done. He's really not that good of a pitcher. He makes me laugh every time he gets it done. Lefty's 404, righty's 444 versus Matt Cook. That tells you all you need to know. When he has those outings where he gives up only a couple runs, he's still getting hit and hit a lot. Like it's He's getting lucky. So Ian Kinsler at 4K and the Angels in general could be a very nice late-night hammer. So keep an eye on that one. Uh, Cesar Hernandez at 4K as well versus Weaver. Solid play there. If you aren't using Vinny Velasquez, Matt Carpenter, second base, third base at 4K is in play. In my non-Pavetta lineups last night, I did use me some Matty Carpenter, kind of to pivot off of that, and he performed yet again. 19 DraftKings points as he went to Ding Dong City. He has 14 or more in three of his last four, so keep him in mind at 4,000. Uh, Cattell Marte at 39, switch hitting against Pena is definitely worth a look as well. You go a little farther, maybe... Uh, a Moncada, if you want to be contrarian, it's Clevenger at 37. I can understand that. A Nico Goodrum at 3,600 versus uh, Sal Romano, second base outfield. I can get behind that with some value there. If Alan Hansen's in the Giants lineup, leading off, second base, third base eligible at 3,500. I do like a little look at that one. And then Corey Spangenberg, second base, third base at 3,400 against Blackburn. So you got some value at second base if you want to go that direction. Uh, if you want to fade Montgomery, Kiki Hernandez, the lefty the lefty killer, 3,300 for the Dodgers. Um other than that, like Scott Kingery at 33 is worth a look, but I'd rather go elsewhere probably. Uh, Jose Perella at 32 versus Blackburn is cheap. Hernan Perez is playing shortstop now. He's 3,200 versus Tyon. So these are guys that are okay. Nothing I'm running to go play. I try to stay a little higher up there if you could. Uh, Chris Owens, second base outfield against the lefty Pena at 3K is worth a look, though. He does hit lefties much better than righties, so at 3K you can look at him. But there are some good options in that mid-threes and above that you can definitely make work in your lineups. Third base, you got Arenado and Coors versus Vargas at 57. Outstanding. One of the top plays, if not the top offensive play on the night. 
So you definitely want to go that direction if you can. Eugenio Suarez versus a lefty in Great American Small Park at 49 is a great play as well. We run to target that early and often. You got a guy like Todd Frazier and Coors versus Marquez at 47 is not bad either. Jaime Candelario at 4,500 versus Sal Romano, I do like quite a bit. I wish his price tag wasn't that high, but he's a very solid play there as well. When you drop down to the 4Ks and below, Matty Carpenter again at 4,000, talked about him. Justin Turner does hit lefties extremely well. 3,900 bucks is too cheap for him. If you are not using Montgomery and you're thinking this game gets played and you want to save money at third base, Justin Turner is definitely a guy to look at for you. Farther down we go, a guy like Mike Moustakis versus Cole Hamels. He hits lefties okay at 3,800. I'm not running to uh, not play him. I'm not running to play him, if that makes sense. I'd rather play a guy like Adrian Beltre at 37. He had a three-run homer last night. In another great spot versus um, Jason Hamill tonight. So Beltre at 37, very good look there for you. Uh, Ryan McMahon, if he finds the lineup for Colorado, he's first base, third base eligible. He's only 3,500 versus Jason Vargas. Gets you some salary relief and a piece of that puzzle. Colin Moran at 35 versus Peralta is a very solid, cheap option for you here at third base as well. He's been really hitting the ball well, hitting in the middle of that Pirates lineup again. If Peralta is off, Colin Moran and company are going to have a good, good ball game. Corey Spangenberg at 34, mentioned him already at second. Kyle Seeger's only 3,400 versus Domingo Herman. Someone to keep an eye on there if you want to fade Herman and be GPP different. He is definitely a look for you as well. Uh, other than that, check your lineups and see what else pops up at the third base position. Shortstop. Trevor Story at 5,500 versus lefty in Coors. You know the drill. Lock and load. Boom. It is, it is a good one. A very, very good one. So you, you like Trevor Story for sure. Lindor at 51. Loves his lefties. You can get, get some of that. Uh, Manny Machado at 5K is very interesting versus Rodriguez, the youngster from Washington. Don't hate that at all. Carlos Correa is heating up. Again, I'm not trying to target Blake Snell, but uh, 4,900 bucks or red-hot Carlos Correa could be a very overlooked. The Astros will, I would imagine, be overlooked versus Blake Snell. So it could be interesting plays. For you tonight. After that, you look at the likes of uh, Kajin Segura, who's just crushing it at 48. Uh, you got the Didi Gregorius at 46, could be interesting. Marcus Simeon versus a lefty at 42. Simeon's on fire right now, so that's a, definitely going to be an overlooked play. Will definitely be low owned, so someone look at there. Jerkson Profar at 4K versus Hamels, a very solid look. We mentioned Cattell Marte at 39 is an, an interesting angle, so shortstop, you have definite good options to take a look at here. Elvis Andrus is back, he's 3,600. Andrews and Simmons at 36 versus Cook, both solid mid-price plays for you as well. And then when you go down below, like a Freddie Galvis at 34 is okay. Nick Ahmed went deep yesterday, facing the lefty Pena at 34. He's in play for you. Usually against lefties, he's been towards the top of the order. So if that's the case, he's much more in play and becomes much more attractive at 3,400. So take a look at your lineups down below. You've got your Riddles and Rojas's and all that as well to uh, punt with if you need to. Heading to the outfield, you got Mikey Trout at 6K in a great spot versus Cook. You got uh, Betts in play. Blackman and Coors at 58 versus Vargas is outstanding. You got Bryce Harper against Mr. I throw a lot of fastballs. Hess at 55 could be very interesting. Uh, you know, Judge versus Gonzalez. But Chris Davis versus Lauer at 52 is outstanding. That is a great one. Chris Davis versus the lefty. We know the drill. That is a great one at 5,200. Yet Springer at 51. He'll go overlooked in that matchup. But Brandon Nemo at 48, doubled on yesterday, given one was inside the park. But, hey, they all count the same in the box score. So Nemo at 48 is a great play against Marquez and Coors, an outstanding play. Christian Yellick not bad at 48 either. Leonis Martin at 47 versus Sal Romano can be a play that no one's going to own him at that price. So keep an eye on that one. It's something very, very interesting there. Since you chewed a big night last night, could be in for another big one today at 4,600 versus Jason Hamill. I don't hate that as all as well. Juan Soto is all the way up to 4,500. I still love the kid. He had an absolute moonshot yesterday. 
He's a great play versus Hess. I wish he's higher up in the lineup. If he's higher up, he becomes a almost must-play. But uh, see where he's at in the lineup first. Nick Castellanos at 45 versus Romano is outstanding. He's crushing baseballs and playing in that ballpark tonight. Could be a big one for him versus Sal Romano. Mentioned Desmond already at 45. Michael Conforto at 45 versus Marquez is another solid, solid look for you there. You got Justin Upton who went deep yesterday at 45 versus Matt Cook. So tons of options on a 15-game slate, as you'd expect. Not surprising at all. Like Starling Marte at 44 is interesting. You got guys like Matt Kemp versus the lefty. Montgomery at 43. McCutcheon's on fire at 43. Giants are going to want revenge tonight versus Dan Straley he's the one that hit uh, Evan Longoria and put him out for six to eight weeks. So keep that in mind if you believe in those kind of things. Uh, Scotty Shevler, lefty-lefty versus Boyd. He still hit some okay. He's 41. Boyd's been sneaky good, though. But Nomar Mazzara at 41 versus Hamill I do like a lot. That's a good one. Austin Meadows at 41 is interesting versus Peralta. Another one I like a lot is Odebel Herrera at 41 versus Weaver. I told you I was on him Sunday. I told you I loved him yesterday. He went deep again yesterday. Obviously not going to go deep every game, but the guy's heating up, folks. He's very, very streaky. Very, very streaky. And I said it before, enjoy him while he's cheap because his price will skyrocket. They go slump. This is what he does. This is Odebel Herrera to a T. So ride it out while you can. And a guy against a guy like Weaver, he could have another nice night here at 4100 bucks. Um, you go down like uh, Puig, Taylor at 4K versus Montgomery, not bad. Uh, a little farther down, maybe a Michael A. Taylor at 39, hoping he steals bases, but that's an interesting hope. You never know with that kind of thing. You got to get on for one, and then he's got to steal for two. So you're playing with a lot of what ifs in that one. Joey Gallo at 39, but Donald Shields Jr. at 39, really heating up again back towards the top of that order, getting on and stealing bases. Another nice night last night. Uh, he got you eight more DraftKings points. He's got 8, 25, 12, 7, uh, 2, 14, 9, 6, 7, 14. So only one game below like six in his last 10 games. He's 3900 bucks in a great spot tonight against Jason Hamill. So I do like that quite a bit, especially for a cash game with GPP upside. Farther down we look, you got guys like Derek Dietrich at 38. Could be a cheaper look for you. Aaron Hicks does hit lefties really, really well. He's 3,800 bucks. Went deep yesterday. Corey Dickerson versus Peralta at 38. So a couple guys here in that, that 3K, the high 3Ks you can take a look at and uh, probably get behind. Randall Gritchick versus Soroka for GPPs only. I mentioned Nico Goodrum already at 3,600. Uh, Mark Connor at 36 versus Lauer. He's in the lineup. Does have a lot of power versus lefties. So think about that one. Uh, Noel Cuevas, if he gets to start for Colorado, he's 3,500 versus Jason Vargas. Right-handed bat in that lineup. Just keep an eye on that. Adam Duvall at home against a lefty for only 3,400. Uh, Boyd's been good this year, but his velocity keeps dropping, so I have a feeling a big one's coming soon. And maybe it's tonight courtesy of the Cincinnati Reds, which would be a GPP slate tilter because everyone's going to be elsewhere, so that would be interesting. Uh, Chad Pender, if he gets to start versus Lauer at 34, absolutely love him. He usually hits towards the top of the order. First lefties, and he hits them very, very well. So a guy like Chad Pender at 34 brings nice value to your lineup. So keep an eye on that one. I mentioned Kiki Hernandez earlier as someone to keep a look at. Um, when you go down, maybe a Fran Mill Reyes at 3,300 versus Blackburn for the, the home run GPP dart. Uh, Lonnie Chisenhall is 3,200. Keep an eye on him. Jose Perella, 32. Mentioned that. Other than that, you're going to have a few pop up here. Like a Rajay Davis, 31 versus Rodon. Look for Brandon Geyer if he's in the lineup. He could be worth a look. Manny Margot at 31 versus Blackburn is another cheapie you could take a peek at. But um, Lewis Brinson, 3K. Another guy that's kind of slowly getting it going. But yeah, check your lineup. See what other value pops up as it always does. 
But there you go. There's your bats for your Tuesday edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Let's recap your pitching real quick. Then we'll do the BVP and get it underway. Verlander up top, Clevenger number two in the middle, Velasquez, Herman, Soroka, and Peralta. Down below, Rodriguez, Montgomery, Blackburn, and Romano. So those are the ones to look at there. Let's take a look at your BVP on this slate. Cubs are having a double hitter today. Gotcha. Answers that question real quick. There wasn't a ton of BVP that stood out last night, like minimal stuff. Cesar Hernandez, three for six with a double and a homer off of Weaver. Santana's taking him deep. Nothing too crazy there. Hernan Perez, six for 15 with a double and three home runs off Jamison time. Told you it's 3,200 bucks starting shortstop right now, so keep an eye on him. That's going to be a cheapie and a uh, low-owned one in, in, uh, in uh, Hernan Perez versus Tyon. Yeah, Freddie Freeman, four for 13, two homers off Jaime Garcia. The uh, Indians versus Carlos Rodon. Jose Ramirez, five for 18, a double, triple. Uh, Francisco Lindor, a double and two homers. Brandon Geyer, four for 13. Rajai Davis, six for 21, two doubles. Nothing too crazy, but nothing too bad. Jose Abreu, four for 14, two homers off Clevenger, but that's about it as a team at 209. Um, Brian Dozier, 12 for 41, four doubles and three homers hitting 293 off Chris Sale. As a team, they're hitting 270 off of Sale. So that's interesting. Uh, Evan Gaddis, three for five with a double and a homer off Snell. Uh, Jose Altuve, three for seven, two homers. Bregman, three for six with a double and a homer. Guriel, three for six, two doubles. As a team, they're hitting 391 off a of sale. Now, that could be the older sale that's not quite matured to what he is now, but you never know. It's why I'm not using sale tonight, but I'm not running to target Houston, and maybe I should. We'll see how that goes. We'll see. 15 games, a lot can happen. Elvis Andrews, six for 14 with a triple versus Jason Hamill. Chu, six for 16, two doubles. Beltre, five for 18 with a double and a homer. Ionetta, four for 11 with a double and a homer off Jason Vargas. Azurbo Cabrera, two for six with a homer off Herman Marquez. Uh, Mac Williamson, two for six with a homer off Australia. McCutcheon, seven for 25, three doubles and a homer. And that's about it. That'll do it for your quick hits on this Tuesday edition. Lots to, lots to look at. 15 games slate. So check us out on Twitter at thesportsdegens, thesportsdegens.com. I am at BDNTrick. Ask me questions there, but more importantly, ask me questions in the Slack chat. Join us in the Slack chat. The more questions people ask, the more it gets going. There's certain days there are a lot of questions to get asked, and it goes crazy. Other days, it's not too not too much going on, but it just depends on what you guys want to do. So come check it out there. It's a lot of fun and a very helpful, informative chat. We have uh, the Travelers Championship PGA coming up this week. We dropped the Always Pressing Pod last night with me, myself, and DFS Golf Gods Jesse. So that is out for you. Much more golf content this week from all the guys. We have uh, Phase 1 of Group Stage World Cup Indian today. Phase 2 starts tomorrow, and Francisco's got all of your Phase 2 picks, so go check that out. We've got some new writers. We mentioned Dana over the weekend. Pitching primer was outstanding. We've got Andrew McClintock. Fantasy Aid 1 is out there. He came with uh, some low-owned guys you should keep an eye on, so go check all that out. We've got a few more writers coming down the pipeline. A lot more coming to the site to make this bigger and better for you guys. If you know anybody that wants to write, come hit us up. We're here for anybody and everybody to, to provide the best content for you guys to enjoy for free. That's what we're here for. So come check us out, thesportsdegens, thesportsdegens.com. I'm on Twitter, at BDNTrick. And this was MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, June 19th edition.